we just finished celebration of the World Food Safety Day for 2021. Uh, we need to pay more close attention to it. It will interest you to know that Africa has the highest per capita rate of foodborne illness in the world. Welcome back to Africa Science Focus. I'm your host, Michael Kaloki. Thanks for joining us again this week as we celebrate the 50th episode of the first season of Africa Science Focus. One of my favorite stories that I reported on was about Africa's emerging climate superstars. It was exciting to speak to scientists on the continent with a keen interest in climate. We'd love to hear which episode was your favorite from the past year. Let us know on social media. We're at SciDevNet. That's S-C-I-D-E-V-N-E-T. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, today's show is the second episode in our new mini-series, Agri-Africa, where we're digging into the continent's agricultural infrastructure. This week, our reporter, Charles Pensulo, is investigating food safety. Food is the only source of vital energy for the body. But the food that we consume passes through a lot of stages, from the farm, for example, to where it is processed and stored before we buy from our favorite stores. But have you ever thought about how the food has been handled and taken care of along the way? Food safety is vital as unsafe food can cause illnesses and even deaths among several complications. Join me, Charles Penslow, as I speak to agricultural and food experts on some of the diseases that comes from food contamination and what is being done across Africa to make sure that our food is safe. Charles first caught up with Blaze Watara, a food safety and quality officer at the Food and Agriculture Organization's Africa office. The status of food safety in Africa is still challenging. According to the World Health Organization study on the burden of foodborne disease, in Africa more than 91 million people fall ill and about 137,000 die from foodborne diseases every year. Keeping food safe is a complex process that starts at the farm level and ends with the consumers. To ensure that food contamination is prevented, the FAO has a 360-degree approach to approach food safety issues, to address food safety issues along the entire production value chain. Right. And what are the major food foodborne illnesses and to what extent has uh, foodborne illnesses affect food productivity and food security in Africa? With regard to the major foodborne illnesses in Africa, I would say that diarrhea diseases are the most important. 
they are responsible for up to 70% of the burden of foodborne disease. And they are caused by microbial pathogens like Salmonella and E. coli. When it comes to the chemical contamination, one of the main causes of unsafe food is mycotoxin, especially aflatoxin. In Africa, one-third of the liver cancer cases is attributed to aflatoxin. Food safety issues have therefore a very big impact on public health, but also on food productivity and food security. Several products produced in the continent are lost or rejected from exportation for non-compliance with the food safety standards. According to the World Bank, food safety issues cost developing countries up to 110 billion in loss productivity and medical treatment. According to the World Health Organization, each year about 600 million people around the world become ill after eating contaminated food. Dr. Kwaku Antwi is a policy consultant at the Forum for Agricultural Research in Africa. He tells Charles that diarrhea tops the chart of foodborne illnesses in Africa. Now, the causes of foodborne illness are many, um, ranging from lack of refrigeration, inefficient transport methods in the continent, and general lack of resources for governments to ensure that food safety is improved. Now, foodborne diseases in, in, in Africa are mainly uh, paralysis, chemical hazards, like I've already mentioned, typhoid, salam, salmonella, and in some cases, cancer. But in all these, diarrhea, um, that accounts for about 70 to 80% of the food, foodborne diseases on the African continent. Um, the African Union is working to implement a continent-wide food safety authority. Now, this initiative is set to emerge in the next year and will focus on increasing food safety protocols in markets and factories across the continent. Also, through biofortification, farmers and many households in the continent have been trained to add vitamins and minerals to everyday crop to sustainably bridge the gap between agriculture and nutrition. This will help to increase the nutritional content of food items, thereby helping to get more energy from the consumption of these foods. Now, it is important that we it, that it is noted that my organization, which is FARA, has conducted research into the causes and effects of aflatoxin in maize and, 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 and groundnut. And aflatoxin seems to be one of the major causes of foodborne illness on the continent. Now, out of this study, a policy brief has been produced and that has been shared widely on the continent. It's available to governments and when they read, they will get to know the position of FARA on this issue. Aflatoxins are a major contributor to foodborne diseases. To find out more about what aflatoxins are and why they need to be controlled, Charles spoke with Godwin Atze a digital extension and advisory services specialist at the International Institute of Tropical Agriculture. Now, aflatoxins are toxins 
or chemical substances that actually contaminate most especially maize or corn as people call it. Now these toxins are produced by aspergillus flavors. So they produce this bad fungus from the field because they exist in the air. And once that happens, uh, you see that people don't know about this. They consume this and then uh, they have issues with their health. Uh, we know that in Kenya, for instance, we have had a lot of reported deaths as a result of aflatoxin contamination. Uh, the same thing in Nigeria here, we have seen a lot of contamination as a result of aflatoxins. We have seen that awareness is poor. So under the GIZ project, what we are trying to do is to increase the awareness, especially uh, looking at women uh, who are caregivers. They actually uh, provide food for the family. They prepare the food. Uh, they feed the children. So some years back, aflatoxins became a major issue that it was difficult to see how the corn that was produced by farmers uh, became a nuisance because people could not consume it and they could not destroy it because um, if you dump them to the environment, those fungus will multiply more and create more problems. Then the other dimension is that because you don't, you are not able to sell, and if you are not able to sell, you are not able to con consume, it means that the contamination also hurts the pocket. It costs, it is like a hole in the pocket. So the impact of aflatoxins are actually very diverse and uh, impactful uh, on the whole of the continent. Right. You've talked about increasing awareness uh, of these diseases. Do you think more should be done to mitigate the effects of these diseases? Uh, because we did a study on the level of awareness of consumers about aflatoxins here in Nigeria. And it was quite amazing that the awareness is still low. So there is need for us to actually create more awareness uh, through the media. It's a very important stakeholder in ensuring that we take preventive measures that will help us in uh, having a healthy population. Right. As we're coming to the end, I just wanted to know how can Africa develop a robust food safety policy? Um, we are seeing that um, uh, food security now um, is also being defined to include the issues of not just the areas of food availability or accessibility, but also including the issues of food safety. Uh, 
So we need to see how at a continental level, we begin to develop uh, um, one, as I said earlier, the issue of the awareness creation is very important. But when people are aware, do we stop there? No. We have to move to the areas of looking at how we can develop safety standards and see how we ensure that these standards are promoted across all sectors of the food value chain. Uh, it is not just about increasing the productivity, as I said earlier, but for us to think about the safety of what we are producing in order to maximize the gains um, of having zero hunger um, that addresses all the areas in terms of food availability, but also food security and uh, food safety. Godwin Atse from the International Institute of Tropical Agriculture, ending the second report in our mini-series, Agri-Africa. Next week, in the third and final episode of the mini-series, we'll look at how blockchain is being used in agriculture in Africa. If you have a question or want to get in touch with the Africa Science Focus team, send a text or voice message via WhatsApp to plus 254-799-042-513. If you liked our show, you can subscribe and download more episodes on any podcast app. Don't forget to leave a review and make sure to tell us on social media about your favorite episode. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis. The editor was Jackie Opara Fatoye, with reporting from Charles Pensulo. Africa Science Focus is produced by SciDevNet and distributed in association with your local radio station. I'm Michael Kaloki. Thanks for listening to our 50th episode. See you again next week. This program was funded by the European Journalism Centre through the European Development Journalism Grant Programme with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.